planted. We know you have passed a, a, a number of churches as you come to church. But the fact that you showed up in Zion is a great blessing to us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We have been learning something powerful. What have you been learning? Bible study, the ABCs of Bible study and Bible interpretation. How many of you are being blessed by this teaching? You're now understanding the Bible. Very much. Oh, all right. For a moment I thought, oh, you are thinking, all right. Let me see, how many of you have been, have been getting something from this series? See, Georgia, you're now understanding. I love something that Mr. Philip, uh, Mr. Francis rather, did on Sunday. He posted something on his page. Uh, it, was a, it was a graphic article on exegesis versus exegesis. And sooner rather than later, there was a discussion in his timeline. You know? And that is growth. Tell your neighbor that is growth. If you can take notes in church and go post it in your timeline, it shows that you're growing. It shows that you're understanding. May the good Lord bless you guys in Jesus' mighty name. So we are not supposed to read the Bible just like that. We are meant to read the Bible with the with the, with the principles that we are learning in Jesus' name. So last Sunday, we looked at what principle? Context. Context. What did we say about context? Start small and extend outward. Hey, start what? Small. And? Extend outward. All right, all right. Okay, okay. All right, are you ready? Yes. All right. So let me continue from where we left. And let me begin by saying, when it comes to making claims about what the Bible means, Sometimes we hear comments from Christians or non-Christians like the following. Well, that's just your interpretation. The Bible can be made to say anything you want. You can't really understand the Bible. It's full of contradictions. How many of you have heard that? No one can understand the Bible. No one can understand the true meaning of anything anyone says. Or someone sitting in a Bible study uh, service might say, this is what the Bible means to me. All right? All these types of comments are about the principles of Bible interpretation, all right? And if you will ever pursue a, 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 a course in theology, you will do something called hermeneutics. Hermeneutics is the study of Bible interpretation. I was able to teach my wife, and now my wife went to college to do her, her, her revision. Actually, she finished her certificate. She's now going to the diploma. And then she will do her degree. And then she does her master's degree. Can I hear an amen? Tukakuwa hapa. Tulishindo na maesabu lakini. What is? Can I hear an amen? Ushindo na kem, ushindo na viso, ushindo na matala, ushindo na Bible. Unisikia wapi? All right? It is what it is. And you should go back to school. Can I hear an amen? You should go back to school. How many of you are trusting in God to go back to school? You know, some of you think about the bank account. You're looking at your emshwari days. And you're wondering, will I ever go back to school? Ask my wife. She did her certificate course. And the first payment was 1,000 shillings. The rest, every Friday, I don't know where that money comes from. But she has never laughed. Yesterday she was in a class the whole day. On Friday she was in a class the whole day. That's why you should marry a supportive husband. You know? Who allows you. Eh? Yeah, who can babysit and still study the Bible. Amen. 
And so I'm glad when I hear that she goes to that college and she engages the lecturers. What a show. She tells the lecturers, uh, I, I believe this one meant this way. Eh? catch. My wife was telling me the lecturers are now catching. As in, they don't want her to ask questions. That is a sound minister of the gospel. Can I hear an email? And my prayer is in this church, I want you to be so equipped that when we begin uh, having guest ministers come here, you will be able to pick messages na toothpick. So that we are not tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. Today you're told come with a kifagio to forget your destiny. Tomorrow you're told what? Uh, the what? What do I do? I use the other microphone. Oh. You know you are talking like you are using brain. <laughs> yeah. So unakujo unambio today, we want you to to buy a broom. The next time, buy anointing oil. The other time, you're buying mineral water. Those things are not there. The apostles never taught them. We don't teach them in Jesus' name. So, all right. So let's just begin on another thing today, uh, on Bible interpretation. The most basic question you should ask yourself every single day is what does a text mean? What does a text mean? The answer to this question is that a text means what the author intended it to mean. What does a text mean? The answer to this question is that a text means what the author intended it to mean. For example, when uh, I know now you're in your, we are in the millennial years, and uh, uh, most of the people that are courting nowadays don't write letters. Well, uh, in our age, we used to write letters. She has my letters, man. Zakumkatiya. Too poetic, yeah? I was that good, eh? Yeah. So, in, 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 uh, in our times back then, we used to write letters. Now, if I wrote a letter with about maybe 10 paragraphs, if my wife was to take one paragraph, would she be able to know exactly what I was trying to say? No. She will interpret things to mean what I was trying to say. Yeah. So she needs to read the entire 10 paragraphs to catch my drift, to catch where I'm coming from. Can I hear a better amen? And that is what we mean by what does a text mean? For example, when you're reading the Bible, don't cherry pick. Don't do what? Don't cherry pick verses. Don't take verses that make you glad, make you feel nice, all right? Take a verse and now read the preceding verses, the text itself, the pretext behind, the aftertext after this text, and if you're not getting it, read the whole chapter. Can I hear the amen? And if God allows us, I'm going to be teaching us on the hard scriptures of the Bible. You know there are scriptures that look like they're contradicting? One is saying this, the other one looks like it's saying this. How do you how do you read scriptures that look like they're We are gonna look at that in Jesus' name. So when you're reading a verse, what does the text mean? And the answer to this question is what? The text 
means what the author, not the reader, what the author intended it to mean. So you don't read a verse with your preconceived notion. You allow the author to tell you what he meant. Can I hear better? Amen. Amen. And so, uh, 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 the first principle that we looked at was context. Interpretation must be based on the author's intent of meaning and not the reader. All right? This means we must get into the author's context, historically, grammatically, culturally, and literal forms and conventions the author was working in. To be able to do this, you need some good study Bible, uh, Bible study tools. All right? You can get a nice Bible. If you have your gadget, I can give you some softwares. Your pastor is good. I can bless you with softwares. But the problem with believers, you don't need, you don't love free things. I said I will give you a free MP3 Bible. Nobody came. I should sell it. Eh? All right. So if you need the tools for Bible study, I got the tools. I can help you with them. If you're not given to electronic media, go and get a nice Bible. Tell your neighbor a nice Bible. I would highly encourage you get uh, the King James Version, get the New King James Version, all right, or uh, any other simpler version like the Message Bible, but don't buy a Message Bible alone. You see, the Message Bible has watered down Kizungu, level yako. The King James was actually the translation that came straight away from the translators, all right? So it is not watered down. The NIV version, the Bibles of NIV for now, they are changing their, their verses. They are actually removing verses, all right? So go get a King James version. Here in Yononagaya, thou thee, all right? You might not buy it to, uh, to read because you don't want to bite your tongue, but get it because it has... So I have... A new King James, I have a King James, I have an Amplified, I have an NIV, I have a Kiswahili Bible, I have a Message Bible, I have an NLT Bible, I have a, the, 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 the Living Word Bible, I have a lot of translations. And if you have gadgets, tell your neighbor if you have gadgets, I will post, I will post for you um, an app in the group. Will you download it? Yes. Ama will jaza the group all. Will you download it? Because you are a Play Store, I will post an app in the group, download it, and then I will show you how to read the scriptures using it. Because it has Greek and Hebrew. Alright? Because now you have to be students of the word of God. Who wants to be a student of the word of God? Yes. So I'm going to post it in the group. Please go and... Um, and I will show you how to read it in Jesus' name. Alright? So, it's not only important for you to have the living Bible or the message Bible. I first read the King James Version. Then I read the New King James Version. Then I look at what the Amplified does. Because the Amplified Bible is basically like an amplifier. It takes a word, then amplifies so many words. Alright? Then I read the Message Bible to get the context. Ukisoma the Message Bible, you might not get what the author was trying to say. 
Am I making sense? Like I'm going to show you one of the most difficult scriptures there. We're going to look at it in Jesus' name. So tukasema last Sunday that interpretations must be done in the context of the passage. You remember that? What does the following statement mean? It was a ball. Just listen to me. It was a ball. What will it also mean to say the best ball was found in the pitch. Last night, we went dancing and it was a ball. As I was walking along the golf course, I spotted something small and white in the grass. It was a ball. I had so much fun yesterday. It was a ball. In each case, the word ball means something different. Is it making sense? And when you're reading your Bible, you must be very careful. Like, for example, let me show you Ephesians. Let's go to Ephesians 3. Let's go to verse number... Verse number 7. Let's begin from verse number 1. For this cause, I, Paul, the King James Version, for this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given me to you, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in a few words, whereby when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the when you read, you may understand my in the now. Can somebody define for me what knowledge is? Kizungu too. Kizungu. What's knowledge, Glenn? It's the gathering of facts. Sindio? Please. Sindio? It's the gathering of facts. Now, uki somahivo is scripture in a loose meaning. Whereby when I read, I may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. That one knowledge is wrongly rendered. The word knowledge there in the original translation means this way. Can I read it for you? Yes. It means, whereby when you read, you may understand my connecting of the dots. How me, Paul, connected the dots to know the mystery of Christ. You see now it brings another whole new meaning. Yeah. Are you getting my point? Yeah. So in that app that I will give you, you will be able to click your general knowledge in a connection. It means sunesis. Sunesis means connecting of dots. You see, unakuwa mnoma sasa. So when so Paul is telling us here, Velma, that when I read the letters of Paul, I will be able to connect the dots. Just the way he got to know the mystery of Christ, when I read his text, I will be able also to connect. Are you getting my point? Now let's go to verse 17 of the same chapter. I want to show you something. All right, verse 18. Uh, verse 19. All right, there. Look at there. To some pamoja. And to oh, the love of Christ. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That he may be filled with all the fullness of God. How many words of no and knowledge are there? There is no. Then there is knowledge. There is what? No. There is no. And then there is knowledge. How can one knowledge? How can you know? And then this. It's like we have to. Two <laughs> Now, can I show you? If you go to the first one, the first one it says, and to know. If you click on that app, it will tell you the root word translated there is ginosko. Mm -hmm. 
which means to have a revelation. So to some a revelation, see you? Yes. And to have a revelation of the love of Christ. Is it making sense? Yes. Now, the word knowledge there, in the previous verse, it was what? Connecting the dots. Here, this word knowledge means gnosis, scientific knowledge. Are you seeing now? So to some evil. And to have a revelation of the love of Christ, which passes scientific knowledge that you may be filled. So what is Paul telling you here? You cannot know Jesus scientifically. There is no formula to knowing Jesus. He says there, you must have a revelation. Is it making sense? So when you read it in English, it loses some meaning. That's why a, a, a funny preacher will begin to come up with funny doctrines. But already you know that I have a revelation. And to have a revelation of the love of Christ that surpasses scientific knowledge, that revelation will make me be filled with the knowledge, with the goodness of God. Are you seeing that? Therefore, context determines meaning. The nearest context must be given the most weight in interpretation. Okay? Far too often, people try to interpret a verse by itself in isolation without looking at the context first. Look at the context first. Alright? For example, consider the verse in Revelation 3.20, which is sometimes used as an illustration for evangelism. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and will dine with him and he with me. If this is all you looked at, it will be easy to understand the verse in terms of someone asking Jesus into his or her life for the first time. Yes. But the context in the preceding verse, that's verse 19, is talking about dis disciplining of those who Jesus loves, which will most naturally refer to believers. Also, in looking at the larger paragraph, now if you go uh, to chapter, chapter 3, the entire chapter 3, it is a passage to the church. Let's go to 3.1. And to the angel. So he's talking to the church. Can I hear better? Amen. So, when I read a verse and it's not making sense, I read what? The preceding verse. Kama niko verse 20, narudi verse 19. Kama it makes sense, verse 18. Kama it makes sense, verse 17. Kama it makes sense, chapter 10. Is it making sense? Alright. So, are there verses that talk about Jesus coming into your heart? Yes. But it's not? Revelation? Good. Uh, you're now understanding. Wow. Principle number two. 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 Okay, kwa three. Siji ya pili nikotelea wapi. Principle. Principle number to say me tukubaliane three two two apo two. Okay two. <laughs> All right. Principle ya leo. Interpret the Bible literally or normally. Allowing for normal use of figurative language. What did I say? Interpret the Bible literally or normally, allowing for normal use of figurative language. Okay? So, what am I trying to say? As you study the Bible, 
you will realize we have parables which we're going to be talking about i believe next sunday we have figure of speech can i hear an amen? amen we have figures of speech and most of the time you will encounter verses that have figure of speech all right wazungu what is figure of speech what is a figure of speech please what is a figure of speech yes velma i can see the answer <laughs> give me, give me, give me. What is a figure of speech? Somebody get into the internet. Figure of speech. Statement of interpretation. What's a figure of speech? Yani, na vile nilikuwa nafikiria ndio figure of speech. Please talk to the mic there. Tell us. Tell us. All right? A figure of speech. It's a figure of a figure of speech is what? A word or phrase. A word or a phrase that possesses a separate meaning. That possesses a separate meaning from its literal definition. Yaani ni kama unasema kitu ukitumia the wrong words. That's the basic I can try to help you. Can I hear amen? It's like saying I'm going left but you're turning right. Amen. That's what we mean by a figure of speech. And in the Bible, there are so many figures of speech. For example, in Isaiah 55, 12, it says, states, uh, it states, the trees of the field will clap their hands. We know trees don't have hands. See, we know that. Oh, you're coming from a, an area that trees can clap their hands. Since trees do not have hands or clap, this is a figure of speech. Like when Jesus says, I am the door. It's a figure of speech. Because we know Jesus is, <laughs> he cannot be a door. When he says, I am the bread of life, it's a figure of speech. You zunguka the entire world, you will never get the bread of life. Maybe there's a factory called the bread of life, but the bread there is not the bread of life. Can I hear better amen? Can I hear an amen? amen? So when you see, we hear in the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came as a dove. That's a figure of speech. Because the Spirit of God is not a dove. Yeah. It, is, it is what can be equated to what came on that particular time. Can I hear an amen? amen? So the Bible has what? Figures of speech. And I want to show you from the text, from the Bible, so that you don't say, Pastor, enjoy me. Let's go to 1 Corinthians. Did you come with your Bible? Yes, sir. Please be carrying your Bible so that we be on the same page. Be carrying your Bible. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Wakorinto. 1 Corinthians 5. All right. Now, let me give you a backdrop of uh, the church in Corinth. Man, the church in Corinth was a messed up church. All right? So Paul was, uh, was the apostle going there to preach there. And these guys were having some funny issues. Like in chapter 3, if you read, Paul is beginning by telling them, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto baby in Christ. That's a figure of speech. All right? And then he tells them, I have fed you with milk. We know it's not milk that he was feeding them. He was feeding them the word of God. So that's a figure of speech. Yeah. So you cannot come and say, 
I'm going to feed you with brookside. <laughs> you are not interpreting the scripture well. He says, I have fed you with milk and not with meat. Yeah. All right? By the way, let me tell you, I, will, I don't know whether I will be able to get that video. I saw a video where, I think it's in the U.S., a church is literally practicing everything in the Bible. As in, the pastor comes, he feeds you milk and meat. Wow. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he says what? For hitherto you were not able to bear it, neither you now are you able, for you are yet carnal. All right, for whereas there is among you envy and strife and division, are you not carnal and walk as men? You see, it's also a figure of speech because men walk. But he's, this is not what he's trying to mean. And Makosei to come believers, we are caught with the figure of speech, not the interpretation of the figure of speech. Can I hear an amen? So when you go to chapter number five, there is a kavituko that has happened. Can we read there? It is reported commonly that there is fornication among you. Please, to some me, what? See, church, if you're not the church in Corinth. All right, so let's read. It is reported commonly there is such fornication as is not so much One, two, go. That one, yeah, I mean, this level of, <laughs> this level of, uh, at the upgrade, this was serious. It's one thing to fornicate, uh, it's another thing now to take your father's wife. That's their level of. Are you seeing it? Please don't get distracted with the baby. There's something I want to download here. The baby is the figure of speech. <laughs> so, twenty pole pole. You see how principles they get in Context, historical, whatever. And interpreting it, yeah? So, si tumesoma hivyo. Ebu tuende verse number... Nataka ndio ni lete ho, verse number five. And then nataka kuhuliza maswali. Tusome, one, two, go. One, two, go. There is chai, there is mandazis for you. Please, one, two, go. The reason why I chose this scripture is because so many of you don't understand it. And I knew Sally will ask me this question. Or oh, faith. That's why I chose it for today. <laughs> Alright? To deliver such a one. Unto? For the destruction? Okay. Maka hapo kwenye tumesoma Bible. Tusiangalie hapa. Tuonge kwanza. Yesu walikuja fanya nini? Yesu walikuja fanya nini? No, now I'm asking you questions because my asking you will make you understand this verse. Yes, what you could have Are you a new creation? Yes. All things have passed away. Yes. All right. Paul says in Colossians 1:30 that you have been delivered yes. from the kingdom of darkness yes. to the kingdom of his dear son. Oh, yes. Now, another rule of Bible interpretation, I might not say it here, but you can write it down. Another rule of Bible interpretation is this way. If seven verses 
are saying yes. And three verses are saying no. We stick with the seven verses. If seven verses are saying yes, and three verses are saying no, we stick with the seven verses. In other words, be louder where the Bible is loud. And be silent where the Bible is silent. Can I hear better? Amen. That's another Bible interpretation rule. We're going to use it somewhere here. So to deliver such a one unto Satan. Now let me ask you. Are you ready for the question? Yes. If we interpreted this scripture literally, what does it mean? Yes. That God na shaito wanakuwa attacked him. Because kama mtu ameshinda na Mungu, you deliver them to Satan. It means kuna mahali Mungu anasema, "Hey, wewe ni shida, wewe enda." That is not consistent with God. Because how many times you fail, yet he doesn't do that. So you see here, you can now say this is a figure of speech. How can I make you see it's a figure of speech? Because any place they walk, shaito, whine, is mentioned in the Bible. The Bible says that old serpent, the devil, the father of lies. Can I hear the amen? So the word Satan there has to be checked in the Greek. So that we get to understand what is Paul trying to tell us. Alright? So since I'm going to put the app there, you're going to download it. I want to show you how nice this app is. Okay? So I had already gone to the verse. My phone is black. eh? The blue ones. Are you seeing the blue ones? Uh, you can tell they are blue. Those are the Greek words. So, come up in a summer, it is reported G191. That means what is reported in the Greek. Alright, so to 24 verse 5, Satan. Alright, so Satan is the Greek word called Satanas. And Satanas means adversary. Please, Usilusi. Adversary. One who opposes another in purpose or act. So, if you're in business eh, and there's a character opposing you, is what? Satana. An advar- adversary. It's not a Satanas. <laughs> Please, don't be quick to call people satanists. He's just an adversary. Senior, he's an adversary. He's making me not to move ahead. So, kwanza toa hapo, umeonesha opposition, itani tinongia kusu. Inamanisha an adversary. So, he's saying, to deliver such one unto adversary for the destruction of the flesh. Pay attention. When you're reading the Bible, pay attention. Did it say for the destruction of his flesh? No. For the destruction of the flesh. So it's not talking about this man who fornicated. Uh, Alright, 20, 20, 20 chapter 1. 20, 20 verse 1. 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 
inaripotiwa it is reported commonly that there is fornication among you such fornication as is not as much as named among the Gentiles that one should have his father's wife. See, that is scandal. Talk to me. Is it scandal? Is it bad? Is it ungodly character? Alright, okay. Verse number two. And you are and have not that he that has done this deed might be okay. For I verily as absent in the body but present in the spirit have judged. So is Paul in that church? He is writing a letter to be sent to that church. And wherever Paul is, if the church is in Corinth and Paul is in Nairobi, he has already judged. How has he judged? We are going to see. Gotcha! We are going to see. For I verily as absent in the body but present in the spirit have judged already. As though I were present concerning him that has so done this deed. Let's see. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, when you are gathered together like this, and my spirit with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, do what? To deliver such a one unto adversary. Alright? For the destruction of the flesh. Now hold on. He doesn't talk about the flesh of that person. There's a difference between your flesh and the flesh. Now, for you to understand the destruction of the flesh, we must go back to verse number two. He says, and you are puffed up. So, Mama, and you are? So, Matena, and you are? Who are the guys that are puffed up here? Who are the guys puffed here? No. No. The church. The church. So Paul, before he corrects the individual, he is correcting the church. He said, you guys, you are hearing somebody sleeping with the, with the father's wife. And when you kawaida, you are puffed up. And have not mourned as a church. That that person should be taken away. So adversary means make sure this person is not amongst you. He's a bad influence. What akai wuko? Atajirudia. That's what Paul is trying to say. Can I hear an amen? He says, and you are pastor and have not moved that he that has done this deed might be taken away amongst you. He's not saying give him to Satan. Because that is contradicting what Jesus has already done. Yeah. And the Bible does not contradict. Yeah. We are going to, for you to understand verse 1 to verse number 5, we will have to read the entire chapter. So get ready. So, oh, yes. <laughs> verse number 3, verse number 3, for I verily as absent. So, how has Paul judged? By saying that person should be taken away. Yeah. It may make sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Nani ya mepotea? Yes, Faith, ask me. Tuelewane hivi. That's why I need that microphone, yeah? Tuelewane hivi. Number one, toa interpretation yako kwa hivas. Tuisome ni kama tunasoma gazeti. Usi lose your track. And at the back of your mind, jua, 
Yesu haezi kufa for somebody alafu wewe umpeane kwa shetani. Tuelewane hivyo. Tumefika hapo tumelewana. So Paul is now being told kuna msee kwa church. Manze amelala na Yaani masaki si ni kweli. Amelala na masaki. So Paul is like yani hiyo kitu imefika hiyo kiwango hamshtuki you are puffed up here. Go to verse number 2. Yani he is telling them you guys are puffed up. Because as you read the book of 1 Corinthians the Corinthian church knew liberation is everything including sex we can sleep with anybody. That's the backdrop. Tunazalana na any person. Christ has already liberated us. So I can sleep with any person. Jokenda verse number 6 anasema don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? Ndio nakwambia lazima usome Bible hivyo. Assume ina chapter na ina verse. Utasaidika. So anaambia ate yani nyinyi church bado mfiatuke. Muone hii ni kitu si poa. Muambie umseishia. You are doing what? You are puffed up. And I've not rather mourned that he that has done this deed might be taken away from amongst you. Taking away does not mean you give him to Satan. Please don't lose that thought. When a believer falls, we don't give him to Satan. Can I hear an amen? All right, 21 verse number 3. For I verily as absent. Paul is not in the church. He has written a letter. Tumefika mpaka mmeelewa? He has written a letter and he's saying, when I had that thing, I already judged. And my judgment was that person should be delivered to the adversary. In other words, take him away from the congregation so that he does not contaminate the church. That is what he's trying to say. Can I hear the amen? Twendele, itajijibu. The book will jibu itself. All right. Verse number 24, deliver such a one to Satan. All right. So he said, you church become the adversary. That's what Paul is meaning here. You as a church stop being puffed up. Become the adversary. Mukatae. Mukataeni. For the destruction of this being puffed up. You guys are puffed up and this is a wrong thing. Let's continue reading. Itajizibu. Your glory is not good. You see? Your glorifying in the back. This guy is sleeping with the mother. Your glory is not good. Know you not know that a little living. Are you seeing now the contrast? Oh yes, oh yes. Ana sema ukikuwa na apples kumi mzuri na moja mbaya itaharibu hizi zingine. That is what Paul is trying to say. So how can Salivar 6 become effective if literally we give you to Satan? Will it make sense? No. Exactly. Tuendele. Nani amepotea sasa? Umepotea fee? Umehanga? Umehangia wapi? Eh? Wacha tuache Bible ijijibu. So far, Yes. So far you know Yes. Na unaona ndio mtu afike analala na mama yake. It's a progression. Si kitu ulianza ukastuka tu. Leo wacha nilale na madhe. Hapana. Hapana. I also want you to understand it's a progression. 
alianza na two sister church church kaleka ikasema kuna neema akaenda mpaka kwa sister ni waya alianza na two sister church church ikasema lakini si kuna neema restore a one with the spirit of gentleness you're getting this guy is living in sin he's not fallen into sin don't forget that tumeelewana are you seeing how to interpret the bible this one is not living in sin this one ha- he's not he's not fallen into sin he is living he has a camp there and it has a kaflak am i now making sense yakovasha <laughs> will become your adversary back up si tuko clear sasa yes yes please 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 thomas please please Get the scripture I read for, for myself. Get the scripture I'm going to connect it. But now you see ndio mtu afike sami. Tumeelewana? Ndio mse afike mahali analala na step made. Umeenda sana. Si ni kweli? Ni kweli mpaka hapo? So he saying go back to verse number 6. Umeshika grace. Faith umeshika. Sali. <laughs> Mrs. Mashaga. Any person with a question back up. Yes, Mr. Philip. I've just said. Yes, yes. Yes. So so ongea kwa microphone usiogope hautaanguka Does it mean that uh, Paul is calling the church setup No he is calling the church to account You have a system hold people accountable There is a place for grace but this guy has gone far too much and you are entertaining you are puffing up you are glorying yourself is doing something nice because when as a church you're not correcting some things you're saying this is nice that's what Paul is saying am i making sense now yes, yes velma it's a finger of speech talk of here <laughs> that's why i began by saying figure of speech and he read what a figure of speech is so he's not saying here talk kicho yako anasema tumpeane kwa shaito it's a figure of speech He doesn't mean giving to certain hitran. Mm, yes, right. So, uh, maybe from the start. Yeah. Means, okay, yes. Yes. Kama kanisa. Kama kanisa. We we have we have your mandate ya kuongelea fulani Yes. So ni kama alikuwa ananyamaza na wanakuwa wasemeti. Si imesema you guys are pastor. Can we read in a message Bible verse number 2? Uone verse number 2. That's why ninakuambia unasoma na King James ndio ukisoma hizi zingine uh, lightest translation you can get the flow but ukianza na hii utapoteza flow twende and you are so above it all that it does doesn't even face you yani hata mshtuki shouldn't this break your heart that's what Paul is telling them shouldn't it bring you to your knees in tears should this person and his conduct be confronted and dealt with I tell you what I will I will do now is na sunana pale alisema mimi nimejudge kwa ile 
nyingine. Si tuko pale? Mimi as Paul Siko na nyinyi in the body but in the spirit nishajudge. Hii hapa ndio anasema I tell you what I would have done. Even though I'm not there in person, consider me right there with you because I can fully see what's going on. I'm telling you that this is wrong. You must not simply look the other way and hope it goes away on its own. Bring it open in the open and deal with it in the authority of Jesus Christ. Are you getting now? Twendele, what's number four? Assemble the community. Where is the community? It's you. All right. I'll be present in the spirit with you and our master Jesus. Yaani Kenya mtafanya hata mimi Paul niko hapo. We'll be present in power. Verse number 5. Hold this man's conduct up to public scrutiny. Are you seeing anything there about the devil? Are you seeing the devil there? <laughs> Let him defend it if he can. But if he can, then out with him. So now may the grace. <laughs> Are you seeing it? He says what? Then out with you. But if you cannot then out with him, it will be of course but better than so Paul anasema sa zingine ukiambia mshirika amekuja one too many times ishia Atenda akai ajiulize na by the way if anafanya si poa he will self correct himself that's what Paul is saying twendele but better devastation and embarrassment than you want him on his feet and forgiven before the master of the you are helping him And that's why we come from churches where ukitoka church na unaambiwa I deliver you to Satan. <laughs> you see wrong interpretation. Has it made sense? Nani atashika sasa? Twende kwa King James. So me I begin by because you see the message bible has no Greek and Hebrew. So we must go first and understand why did he mention Satan here? And we know Satan has got no business with the believer. Sindi kweli? Ah, twende kwa King James. Your glory is not good. Twende kwa number. Tunaona sasa si make sense that a little level. Level is uh yeast. Yeast na unga sumunaelewa. Anasema hata kama ni machungwa tano mzuri ukiweka moja itaharibika. That's what Paul is trying to say. But he's using a figure of speech. Okay? Tuendelee. Pads out there for the all. That you may be Are you a new lamb? Oh, yes. You are a new creation. See you quickly. Okay? As you are for even Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the peace not with all Hold on. Hold on. Can I ask a question? By the way, si preach kitu ngine ni tunamaliza twende home. I don't want to give you another dose. Are we still keeping the feast? The feast of the unleavened uh, in the old testament no, no, no. we are not but why is paul saying here we keep the feast the answer is there it's in that verse just read it but with the unleavened bread of sincerity sincerity and so the feast that me and you are now doing is walking in love 
and in truth. Just that. Can I hear an amen? Amekujibu wako, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Can I hear an amen? Verse number 9. I wrote unto you in an epistle, not to... Are you seeing now where he's going? So don't let me say more. That person is here. Is here, Kapsa. Can you quickly? Now read here. I wrote an, unto you an epistle not to company with fornicators. All right, verse ten. Yet not all together with the fornicators of this world. So he's distinguishing. <laughs> they are fornicators of this world, and they are fornicators in church. Wow. <laughs> right. Or with the covetous or extortioners, or with idolaters, for then must you need go out of the world. In other words, God is saying here, through his scriptures, you will interact with business people who are fornicators. They are not born again, but they are fornicators. So you can't say, He's not saying that. Let's continue reading. But now I have written unto you. So all this figure of speech, this is where Paul was heading to. For I have written unto you not to keep company. If any man that is called brother, brother, brother sin a believer, sees your brother, brethren. I'm a brethren. Alright. If any man that is called a brother be a fornicator. So he's telling you they are brothers that are fornicating. And he saying, all covetous. So they are brothers that are covetous. Or they are, they are brothers that are idolaters or railers or drunkards or extortioners with such an one not, not, no not to eat. As in, don't have an association with a brother that has decided to live in that scene. I didn't, read the, I didn't write the Bible. I'm just reading it for you. Can I hear amen? He's saying, Adam kukulanisha na uyo. Unasikia, ajaungelea watu wa dunia. Nisi juu kama munaget. Anaungelea church. Na usisao church iko pafta kule. They did not correct that thing. So Paul now is writing a letter to correct what they were meant to correct. He's saying, if a brother is a fornicator, ngoristo. If a brother is a covetous, because if you hang with a covetous person, you will become covetous. Idolater, railer, a drunkard. He's not drunk with the Holy Ghost. He's drunk with heresy. But you your heresy, wapi, mind your peace and peace. <laughs> with such a word, don't even eat with them. This is instructions. Don't eat with them. Wow. I pose a question. Is this practical in this church? <laughs> Hallelujah. Verse <laughs> number 12. For what have I to do to judge them also that are without? What, me, I don't judge the world. That's what Paul is saying here. Me, I can't judge the world. Do, we, do not you judge them that are within? I am on fire. <laughs> show me the message. Can you read? I'm to Malaysia. I love to show me the message. To show me the message. Some of my students. When the message, to read the back of us, number five, your message. You're to part of your flow. See, to live up to answer, to part of your flow. All this man called up, up to public scrutiny. Let him defend it if he can. But if he can't, can, he can't, then out with him. 
It will be totally devastating for him, to him, of course, and embarrassing to you, but better an embarrassment than damnation. You want him on his feet and forgiven before the master of the day judgment. Verse 6. Your flipping and callous arrogance in these things bothers me. Me as a poor. Me as a poor. Hmm? <laughs> you pass it off as a small thing. This guy is sleeping with the mother and you, it's just a small thing. It's the, it's the dispensation of grace. <laughs> but it's anything but that. Yeast too is a small thing. But it works its way through a whole batch of bread dough pretty fast. Are you seeing that? All right. So get rid of this yeast. That yeast. That yeast that is corrupting. Our true identity is blood and blame. Not our true identity. With the wrong the Messiah, our Passover Lamb, has already been and we are Verse number eight. So let's give out our Not as bread, bread, yeast of evil, but as simple and nutritious. Skia tu. Ata shaitu aja wapo. Satanos. Alright. Tuendele. Verse number. I wrote in my That you shouldn't make yourself at home. So ata jafika church hapa nasema wase wa dunia unajua ni wase wa gani wameenda basha maneno ah nilisikia kwa kongolewa naitaka kebo ya mbulukutu eh they are messing around twendele twendele verse number 10 i did mean that you should have nothing at all to do with outsiders of that sort or with crooks whether blue or or with spiritual phonies. Grace, phony there is not many phones. Yes. For that matter, you would have to leave the world entirely to do that. But I am saying that you shouldn't act as if everything is just fine when one of your Christian companions is or 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 and predatory ikafisi eh fisi na fisi let you can't just treating it can we continue i am not responsible for what they are saying us do but don't we have some responsibility for those within our community of believers? Uh-huh. God decides on the outsiders, but we need to decide. So Pansi can clean house. Mm. I can call you and tell you, uh, leave this thing. This this vice is going to cost you. Alright? There's room for grace. There's room for forgiveness. Don't live in sin. Nikianza kuona unaniemelea daughters wangu, I will now tell you, please go out. Oh, you're getting. 
Alright? For the safety of the church. sexual immorality. I will tell them, please go away. Hey, am I not preaching? Amen. Yes, Mr. Philip. So the pastor has the right to someone Yes. Yes. It is my mandate because I'll be asked. Wow. East. It's the east. Because God at Aniambia, you knew this person. If we imagine, let's, let's do just a scenario. Somebody comes. Their end intention is to sleep around with daughters in the house. Na kona HIV. Kwanza kuzika watu, kuwazika, kuwazika, kuwazika. Even you, you will say, and pastor knows and he didn't do anything. Sidi kwenye? Exactly. And remember also the balance. When somebody falls, the Bible says, restore such a one with the spirit of gentleness. Lest you also fall into that same temptation. That is somebody who has fallen, but he wants to rise up. Kuna mwenye ameanguka na amefunika duve. Na amebabaka shades. Nona, huyo sasa unafika unamwambia we have tried everything. Now please you can get another church go for the sake of the community. Can I hear better amen? So the pastor cleans the house. That is, that is why pastor anaweza unaweza kuja na 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 a lady you want to marry them. And I know he has pending issues in his life. I will tell you, go pray. Me telling you to go and pray is so that you pray for yourself and the man also prays for himself. Assort issues we should get married. No, I have picked something. Can I hear better amen? You can ask Pasi, oh, Pasi, I want to do a business. And this and this. Pasi has every right information, but I please don't do it. Can I hear an amen? So, Nani is going to work Pasi or Mshirika? Both. Both, lakini Pasi. Mimi nitaulizwa. Do you know the Bible says we will be judged? First, as teachers. Yani kabula my wife afikio prophecy. Mimi kati chanda ulizo, okay. What did you tell people? Can I hear better amen? Can I hear better amen? So tuendele, inafika verse number? Imesha. God decides on that. But? We need to decide when our brothers and sisters are out of line and if necessary, clean house. Now, look at that. Did it mention the hierarchy of a pastor there? So you are the brother and sister keeper. Yeah. When you see somebody now coming to church, before pastor calls, you call. It is your responsibility. When your brother and sister is out of line, somebody now coming to church is out of? It's the hard gospel. So you have seen, deliver such a one to Satan. Does not mean what? Giving somebody to Shaito. Has it made sense? Oh, yes. It may make sense. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yes, Glenn. So, sir, yes. Uh, for a case yeah. where the incident or whatever the person does mm. is the devil puts it upon the flesh, uh-huh. how do you handle it? You know you're taking that scripture out of context. Okay. Yes. Because what is a thorn in the flesh? <laughs> 
Si tu fungulie, si yendo meka the thorn in the flesh. He has put the thorn in the salmon. 